Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset with Bob Chang and Nick Davis. We're uh, here. We're excited. It's going to be a good episode. Yeah, today we don't know what we're going to talk about, but we always know that it's going to be exciting and filled with uh, fun information, hopefully. Absolutely. Um, so let's start off with a confession. Um, so last weekend I was traveling, and, you know, the theme of this is we got the check, and we're going to find out what happens with the check. Well, this week is going to be a metaphorical check because I was away for the weekend, traveling around, got to keep this antique item very safe. So I put it in my safe, and I am on campus at school, and the check is still currently in my safe. You know, I'm, I'm very honored that you put the check in your safe because it's like a nothing, nobody check, but like... I appreciate it. Oh, yeah. You highly value that check. <laughs> Absolutely. I know you highly value it, too, and that's why you're going after what you're going after. Yeah, no. Um, so, anyways, it's going to be metaphorical, but still, guys, same thing's on the line. Same $300. We'll $300. see. We know it's in the safe, but we know where it's going. To be. It's going. Yeah. We know where it's going to be. Yeah. So, just to, like, recap of what we talked about last week was for the, where the $300 was going to go. Yep. Um, basically... I was going to look over my webinar and, like, redo it. Yep. And, well, first off, I, I did, like, redo it, uh, like, yesterday. Perfect. But, um... Like I, you I, said, it's when you have a certain amount of time, you'll get it done in a certain amount of time. Yeah, well, like, so, like, this week is, like, pretty busy for me. You know, yeah. that, like, I have, like, a neuro test and yep. stuff like that. Um, so, I, I'm sure, like, without this like meeting without that check on the table and, and you on the line here, I probably would have just put that on the back burner yeah. and just forgot about it completely. Um, so I feel like this is like really great at keeping me accountable and just, just talking and like getting this, the ideas across. Absolutely. And guys, just to share with the rest of you, um, when Bob and I were done with the last episode of podcast that you might've just listened to before this, um, you know, he was like, I'm glad we do this. This is good because when we're in this time, the world may be crazy. It may be spinning. Everything else is kind of chaotic, and we're still going after things. But during this time, we're just here. We're just taking the time to focus on ourselves. We're just taking the time to get better, hold each other accountable, and make the dreams happen. And yeah, that, no. that's, that's what it's all about. It's about having the – whether you do some kind of weird, funky podcast or not, it's about – which I'll own it, but it's about taking the time to reflect back on what you're doing, why you're doing it. And because I'm sure there are many of you out there that are going after and doing very many impressive things. And there are just as many of you out there that are doing things that are so incredibly important, the little details for yourself, that may not externally be impressive yet. But it's one step closer to that, and it's important to take the time to acknowledge your success with that too. Yeah. Well, like, to add on to that, like, you're a good friend of mine. Well, I consider you a good friend of mine. I don't it, know about it's you. It's mutual, but, bud. <laughs> but, like, it's all about having those people in your inner circle that are there to, to level you up. Yeah. And both mentally and physically. Everything. Um, everything. Everything about the body, I guess. And I feel like this is a great way that for you to help me level up. And I don't know if I'm helping you level up. Maybe you're reflecting on yourself and you're leveling up. But um, Like we said, it's, it's everything. It's all interconnected. Yep. And I absolutely am the self-reflection I get from this, the way I get to help contribute, and the way that kind of together we can separately work to solidify what we're going after. Yeah, 100%. So what were you going to say before I cut you off? Sorry about that. Um, so, yeah, like just to transition a little bit, about like what I want to talk about, yeah, and it it deals with this kind of situation of like how life's getting busy, yeah. School's so, ramping up. Yeah, school is ramping up. Uh, again, like this week, there's a test, and I just have this big fear in my mind that like I'm going to fail um, and stop doing what I want to do. To clarify, you're going to fail the test. Um, oh. Because you're focusing on the test, you're going to fail what you're going after here, a mix? Yeah, so I feel like I'm prioritizing the test more. Yep. And uh, I guess school should be one of my top priorities. Um, I would agree, especially grad school. Yeah, but 
I feel like this other thing that I'm trying to aim for is just as important. Yeah. And I'm finding a hard time for myself to balance those two. But instead, um, I'm choosing one over the other. Yep. More so because of all the consequences that are set with it. Absolutely. But, like, when it comes to my thing, there are less consequences. When I have, um, when I don't do it, for example. Right. Uh, $300. Right. That's that's a consequence. But it then is. if I fail out of grad school, that's... Bigger consequence. Bigger consequences, right? right. So, I, I'm just scared because I know... Uh, so, there's like this one quote that I was reading that time passes no matter whether you're ready or not. Yeah. And you just have to just go do it whether you want to start or not. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in that too, Bob, where if you... If you wait and you prepare and you analyze and you study until you feel like you are a hundred percent ready completely, yep. In my mind, you've lost your opportunity because you, at that point, when you are so ready that you are gonna hundred percent, you may still externally, with that measure of validity, you may still achieve that a hundred percent perfect perfection Mm -hmm. for that measure. For that outcome, but if you were a hundred percent ready, then you had nothing to grow from or gain from the opportunity. Yeah. Now I can understand with the test, you know, you want to make sure you understand a hundred percent of the material. That makes sense to me. But for a lot of things in life, I think people wait for the perfect moment where they mm-hmm. feel most prepared. Yeah. And when people wait for the perfect moment, first of all, there is no perfect moment. Yeah. But when people wait for the perfect moment. That means a perfect moment has already passed because you are enabling yourself to fight and scramble for every little detail Mm -hmm. and gain nothing from experience. You You are making it so that experience does not mean anything for you. There is no growth from experience. If you wait till... You're 100% ready. Yeah. No, I... I had, um... So, like, during freshman year of college, yeah. like four years ago, I always wanted to start a business when I was in college, like, either whatever, like, business-wise, yep. like, online. And, guys, I just got to interrupt Bob for one second. Real big throwback. Um, so, Bob's a crazy smart dude. He got in freshman year. Um, at Ithaca College, we have a six-year PT program for undergrad and graduate together. You go, you come out, you get your doctors. Bob accelerated. He jumped a year. So, he had enough college credits coming in. He did his freshman year. Then he did his junior year. Uh, then he went senior year into grad school now. When Bob was a freshman, I was an RA in the dorms. And Bob was my resident. So Bob and I go way back. We got a bit of a history. Um, and it's been a blast seeing him grow. So I just had to mention that for a little bit of context. But, yeah, Bob, get back to it. Yeah, no, that is a big throwback, um, thinking how far we came together and, like, how we met. Absolutely. But, but like, when I first started, I wanted to start a business. But, like, in my mind, uh, I always had this thought of, oh, just wait a few more months and you'll be ready. Or, oh, you're busy right now. Um, you're not ready to start. And it wasn't until I actually put something on the line. Yeah. Um, which, basically, over the summer, I invested into a, a business course. And that was over this past summer. This past okay. summer, yep. yep. For four or five thousand dollars. So let me let me rewind for one second. Okay. Um, just to clarify for myself, and then for the listeners too. Yeah. So you were saying that you know, freshman year and going forward, it was you know, I want to do this business. I have this idea. I like it a lot. Let me let me wait a month. Yep. Let me wait a couple more months and see what happens then. What happens then? So was the first time that you put something on the line this last summer for that? Or when was the first time for you you felt like, I've got something to risk here? I think, I think that was it. This summer? That was, yeah, this summer. Yeah. So that's, that's four years. That's four years of, of pondering and, and That's four years of saying one more month. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow, now that, like, you say it out loud. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. And, that, and that's not an inherent bad thing about who you are or what you did that was just what you were wrestling with at the time four more years 
of one more month. Yeah. All right, let's get back to this summer. Wow. Four more years of one month. Yeah. And it took me that, it took me four years to do that one month of thing. Yeah. Um, but once I, I invested that money and I put the, my credit card number down, and obviously yeah. I didn't have $5,000. Yeah, so you put $5,000 down that you did not have. Yes, that I did not have. And the next day I started yeah. doing something that actually tried to get me money. Okay. So, like, basically sales in a business. Right. So you invested in a sales course? I, I invested in an online coaching business course. Okay. Yep. Um, which is basically what I want to do. Yeah. And it wasn't until I actually took that risk, and it was then when I started. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah, so that's interesting. Yeah. Because for me, when you put down this $300, mm-hmm. and if you lose... You're not losing $300. You're losing $5,300. Exactly. I'm losing potentially even more than that. Right. But um, that, that's why uh, That's why I don't want to quit and fail. Exactly. You know, the, they say like 80% of the battle is just showing up. Yeah. And as long as you just keep on showing up. Yeah. And for me, I didn't want to be here. I was home like 10 minutes ago yep. eating dinner on like in my bed. But I, I drove here. What, what do you have for dinner? I had chicken, uh, rice, and broccoli. <laughs> so not bad. <laughs> it was, it was a good I'd like that too. Yeah. I, I grilled the chicken, so good. it was nice. But I didn't want to be here, to yep. be honest. Yeah. I wanted to sit in my bed and just eat chicken and just lay down. Sounds like but, the life. But I came. I walked outside in the dark. Yep. It wasn't cold. It was warm. Yep. Got in my car and I drove here. Yep. And then I. Then and we now had we're here. Conversation. This is right? where we are. So. I feel like that that part of putting that risk, yeah. uh, putting something on the line, really forces me to do something. But then there's this other thing of schoolwork, yeah. which I should also prioritize, which also has a lot of risk if I fail yeah. inherently. Um, and I'm trying to balance the two of making sure that I do both. Yep. Um, now I have a question for you, Bob. <laughs> yeah. It sounds like you have two big things in your life that are gravitational influences that exert gravity on you pulling you somehow okay the school yep. planet let's say the planet of school okay and the planet of this business yep and there are two you know everybody simplifies everything in life they say there are two kinds of people in this world yeah there are probably <laughs> more than that um but i'm gonna simplify it again there are two kind of main forces okay there's a force that's drawing you to something. Okay. And the, there's a force where you're running away from something. That running away... F- and I don't think it's inherently bad to have some of both. I think it's fine to have a healthy fear that you run away from. And I think it's fine to have a great dream and a passion that you're chasing for. Now, of course, me, I'd rather chase after something more and I'd run from something mm-hmm. any damn day. Yeah. But a little 10% here and there doesn't hurt. What I'm wondering for you, when you think of this big planet of school, okay. and you think of this separate big planet of your business idea, yeah. what part of those are you running from, running away from, a fear component, and what part of those are you chasing after? Wow, this is a deep question. Absolutely. But I know, I, I've been thinking about this a lot, actually. But, like, one part of what I'm trying to chase after is this validation from my mom. Okay. I don't know if you're respecting that, but like, but I'm well, also... I'm listening to it first so I can understand it. <laughs> but I'm also running away from this disappointment of my mom. Okay. Um, so there's... Is that two. more for a school, more for the business, So or it's both? both. Okay. It's both. Both are a factor. Um, because for the money that I spent in the business course, yeah. it was, I bought the money. Right. So you and got a loan on your hands, too. I have a loan on my hand. Um, so there's these two extremes of she wants me to succeed in school. Yeah. And she also wants me to, I guess, be successful, quote, unquote, successful. Um, and there's also this other side of this dream is if I don't gain any money or if I don't be successful with, with the online coaching or if I do fail out of the school, It'll just lead to massive disappointment and all this, I guess, disappoint myself as well. Yeah. I guess that's what I'm really working with. Um, I don't know if that's what you were trying to get at. But so your two planets are very related. 
Yes. Okay. So, my two planets. The only, the reason why I'm doing both of these things yep. is because they all add together into one someday goal eventually. Yeah. So one day my someday goal is to have a clinic and uh, an online coaching business that coincides with each other. Good. So we're the emergence of your PT education. Yep. As a, in addition to your PT education, this business idea they come together. Yep. And that's your what you called your someday goal. Yep, the someday goal. Okay. And that's and I guess my someday goal would be to have their own clinic and the online business. Yep. And I just threw a random number of of creating an, an annual profit of $500,000 a year. Okay. Um, you said somewhat random, but a number that would make you feel very successful. Yeah. You, Good. You could say that. Good. Um, I know there are people doing a lot more and there are people doing a lot less. Yep. Um, but I feel like that's a good place to aim for. Yeah. Um, and I know that everything... I wouldn't complain about 500000 I feel like... <laughs> I mean, heck, anything above positive right now, I'd be doing pretty swell with my last year of grad school. <laughs> yeah, but <clears throat> well, I guess where I'm trying to get at is the things that I'm doing currently are aiming towards my someday goal, yep. like the school and the business. Yeah. But I'm just, maybe I'm just too impatient. So you want your someday goal to be achieved tomorrow? Yeah. Or is that too extreme? I maybe like in maybe that's like maybe in like a year. In a year, yeah. That, so you want like, that that someday that lofty goal. You're ready for it, and you're hungry for it. Yeah. And you want that to manifest. Yeah. But like, I I know it will take longer. Yeah. And I'm just going back to my mom thing i don't know if this is all like a side tangent or this is all confusing but going back to life my mom can be thing, a side tangent yeah it depends if we enjoy it or not you're right but going back to my mom thing i she's getting older and i want to live live up to her yeah to prove that like i'm actually capable of being something yeah because throughout my life my mom has always been the one that's doing everything yeah. for me so she's been doing all the cooking all the talking all the she picks out my clothes um she's picked out my school she picked out everything for me right so a lot yeah. yes so th- this that never gave me that sort of independence or freedom that i ever wanted so now you're taking this large sense of freedom with what you're doing yes and 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 i feel like the way i can get that freedom yep. is by proving her to her that I can do it on my own. Yeah, that you don't need her assistance. Yes, with this online business. Yeah. And that's why I'm being so impatient. You're hungry for it. I, I'm hungry for it. But then there's also this this balance of the school. Yeah. So I, this, this is like an, a loop. Which is tough because like you said, these are two things that both compete for your time. Yep. The school and the business. But they are both things that help you achieve your goal. Yeah. I just, I'm just trying to find a way to f- actually feel satisfied, mm-hmm. not sa- uh, like feel good that like at the end of the day I done something to achieve it. Yeah. And I think it, it it takes for me to have that mindset shift of realizing, oh I studied for school today. Yep. That is leading me to my someday goal. Yeah. Or, oh I did a little bit about my webinar that yeah. is leading me towards my someday goal, and then being con- content with that. Yeah. Rather than like, oh my God, I just focused on schoolwork and I didn't focus on uh, my webinar or my right. online business, right? Because it can be easy in a, any given day to, you know, bust your butt ba- after classes are done, work on school stuff for five hours, not having time or making time that day for the business and saying, when you, you lay your head on bed that night and you say, oh crap. I didn't do a darn thing for the business. Yeah. Well, you're busting your butt all day for school. Mm-hmm. And I like your point about both those things are going towards the type of person I want to be. Yeah. And the type of things I want to achieve. Now, Bob, tell me more about your process. So you have this big, lofty someday goal yep. that oftentimes for you, you get impatient. You want it now. Okay. I think that's a natural human instinct. Mm-hmm. But tell me your process about how you break that down. How you break that down into 
because they they say goals should be achievable, measurable, yeah. and I don't buy that. Okay. I think it's important short term, but I think let's dream some big dreams that you don't know if you can accomplish. Yeah, but might as well try. Mm-hmm. But anyways, tell me about how you break that down for yourself. Yeah, no, I was talking to you about this last week. Yeah, but it was from the book uh, The One Thing by Gary Keller. Yep. Basically, there's a someday goal. And then once you have that someday goal written down, you ask yourself, what can I do in five years to someday reach that someday goal? Then you write that down, so a five-year goal. Then you ask yourself again, what can I do in one year to be on track to reach my five-year goal, to be on track to reach my someday goal? Yep. You write the one-year goal, and then so down, so down, keeps on going down until you hit the, the daily goal. So yeah. what can I do today to someday, uh, to someday reach my weekly goal, to someday reach my monthly goal to someday reach my yearly goal to someday reach my five-year goal and to someday reach my someday goal i, I like it I, I don't know if that made sense but you i you have to live a life with intention yes and to have an intention not to say you can't do other things but to have an intention for the day huh i got chills when you said that actually good because <laughs> if everybody that's listening now and which people listening now, there could be five people, that could be 5,000 people, who knows? But, or 500,000, who knows? If you think, anybody who's listening now, I want you to think of, and Bob, you too, think of the top 10 to 20 most influential people in your life. Okay. The people who have a meaningful impact to you. And think about either if they do now or if they would, if they would have an intention they go after for every single day. It doesn't have to be a big lofty goal intention. It could be anything. It's going to be, I'm going to better myself in this. I'm going to achieve this. I'm going to do this. And they have an intention, a purpose for the day. Mm-hmm. Other than that person thinks of their 10 or 20 most influential people in their life. Yeah. And they spread that. And those people have an intention for their day. And it keeps flowering out. It keeps spreading out that way. You see so many people floating through life. You see so many people because they're comfortable. They can, their situation now is better for them than taking a risk in their mind. They stay where they're at. They don't live a life of intention. They live a life of, I got a couple things here and there that I don't mind doing. Uh-huh. And you got to go after life. You've got to get after it. And to live every day, it can be a small intention. Yeah. It can be, I'm going to write a note to a friend. I'm going to go to the gym for an hour. I'm going to eat a healthy dinner. Yeah. Any little thing that betters who you are in some area of your life. It doesn't have to be every single area. It doesn't have to be overwhelming, but have some intention for at least some part of the day. And you will be amazed how your life will change, how your outlook of life will change in one month. Huh. Anybody who's listening now, please, even start with a week, but for a month. Starting tomorrow, starting when that calendar hits the one, whatever works for you to get that impetus to start. Have an intention for every single day and monitor how you feel about yourself and your fulfillment, your fulfillment in life. When you're going after something that makes you better, it feels great because you are becoming better and by becoming better, it's great. When we, when we drive in a car and you're not looking at the speed dial, the speed gauge, and everything. It's not easy to sense the speed you're traveling at. It's not easy to sense the velocity that you travel. Okay. Our body responds to acceleration. We respond to the change. So what happens is that if people go from kind of meandering around in life to having an intention and actually working towards it, they feel a sense of accomplishment that is a huge change in their life. And that will register. And you will be able to feel that, yeah, I'm going after something, I'm doing it. And you may have days that you mess up. 
but it doesn't matter. And let me tell you why it doesn't matter. Because you had an intention for the day, and you attempted to go after that intention, and guess what happens after that day? What happens? There's another day. And what happens with another day? There's another day? There's another intention. Oh. <laughs> oh, then there's another day. Yeah. But with each day is a new intention. And just like you said, your someday goal, way off in the horizon, way off in the future, doesn't have to be so in the future because the little goals you're working on, the little intentions you set for every day, all of a sudden have a context. And their context is one step closer to my dream. Huh. You're right. Wait. So... This is what comes to my mind, and this is just more personalized. Yeah, please. And because I feel like I know I want to open my own clinic. Yeah. And that's the someday goal. But I don't know if I want to do that. Tell me more, because you just told me in 10 seconds that you want to do it, but you don't know if you want to do it. Remember, so this, this is like super confusing. Yeah. But going back to that idea of independence yeah i don't know if it's my own desire or if it's my mom's desire gotcha does that make sense yes so to attempt to understand you've got these good ideas you've got these things you've going you're going after but because your mother has done so much for you throughout your life Mm -hmm. i'd argue more than a lot of mother to child relationships you are you're in question of now that I think I'm going after this totally for myself is it really by myself because I have this component of wanting to please and take care of my mother mm-hmm. through the benefit of that 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 achieves yeah is that what you're trying to wrestle with somewhat okay I'm, that just came into my mind yeah. to be honest but I don't know okay I guess that's a part of growth and like thinking about it Absolutely. Um, and reaching towards reaching towards something. We have to be critical and reflective not only of what we do, but why we do what we do. Yeah. No, because, like, I've always been thinking, like, prior to this conversation, I've always been thinking, oh, I'm going to start my own clinic. Yeah. Oh, I'm going to start my own business. Oh, I want clients to and charge them something so they could lose weight and stuff like that. Yeah. But I never really thought about exactly why. I know that the why for my my coaching program yep. would be just to spread this idea of being confident and not going on strict diets. And that's something that, as you shared your personal story, that's something that's not only, oh, I'd like to do this, but it's something that truly connects and resonates with you, yes. with who you are. Yeah, that connects with me, but I don't know about this clinic part. Okay. So this is the first time I'm actually talking about this or thinking about this. Interesting. So... That just came into my mind. Absolutely. Manifest mindset. Wow. You start tinkering around with those little neurons, something's huh. going to happen. Okay. Interesting. Yeah. yeah, no. So, again, take take the time to ponder that. I'm not – and please, I'd love to hear your thoughts you have on that now. But just like with having an intention, an action plan for the day, reflection is just as important. Now, we can't stay stuck in the past. Yeah. Reflection is there to see where we were to have a understanding of where we're going. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, take take the time to reflect on that. And there are, there are situations or moments in our life that are incredibly impactful to us that we may not fully understand why. We just have a gut feeling that we know. Okay. And... It might not be an individual moment for you, but this idea of what do I want and why do I want it? Yeah. Wrestle with that for a while. Huh. If I'm going to be honest, like, so many thoughts are just coming into my mind. Like, I don't know what to say. That makes sense. It's a brainstorm for a reason. There's going to be thunder. (laughs) It's a brainstorm for a reason. There's going to be thunder. I just made that up right now. That is a great quote. I think that's going to be the next quote of the year. <laughs> there <I think>. we go. <laughs> but, okay. Wow, I never really thought of that. What are you thinking about, Bob? So I'm thinking about 
is this really who I want to be? I yeah. know we've been struggling. We've been talking about this for the last like twenty minutes, right? But, um, but you know, I have a feeling that having some idea of an understanding of who you want to be is throughout for the rest of your life is worth a little bit of time. Yeah. I'd argue more than twenty minutes. <laughs> I guess there's there's a saying that like nobody cares about your feelings, and you okay. shouldn't care about your feelings either either way because you should just go out there and, and do what you want to do. Um, okay. So if you're feeling tired, nobody cares that you're feeling tired. If you're feeling sad, nobody cares that you're feeling sad, other than like the people around you. Okay. But keep going. I'm gonna keep listening. Yep. I don't know. Actually, I don't know where I'm going with this either. But nobody cares about how you're feeling. But you want to go and just start doing something. Okay. And I feel like. So you're going along the idea of take action and not respond to emotion quite as much. Yeah. Because once, because like right now, once I'm getting caught up in this emotion. Yeah. I'm thinking of, oh, sh- should I do this or not? Yeah. Personally, I feel like what I set as my someday goal. Yeah. I, I, I think it's a, a good goal that that resonates with me. Yeah. And I should just do everything I can to pursue it. Okay. I don't. I don't know though. But maybe it's because we're on a recording and this is wishy washy. Okay. But that, so it's like because you're on this recording where you are absolutely, your thoughts are getting heard. Your yeah. thoughts are getting recorded. But you're not 100% confident of what my thoughts are because you're still pondering it. Yeah. Now, Bob, what you made me think of when you were talking about this of nobody cares about your emotion, go for the action. Yeah. And I'm going to, a little paraphrase there, but kind of a summary. It's interesting because I think the emotions are important. Okay. I don't think they can be your only drive. Yeah. They're an important tool to use, utilize. They're an important part of who you are and what you're about and they can't be completely neglected nor should they completely control every center every piece of who you are okay so i think it's important to go down the road temporarily of exploring those emotions but you need something to pull you back you need something to pull you back into that middle ground so you don't hit the pendulum swing of you know, the pendulum swings one way. No emotions. Get after it. Badass. Go. Get shit done. Yeah. I should, maybe I shouldn't say that on this podcast. Get, go do stuff. <laughs> go straight. Go, keep going straight. Boy, the pendulum swings the other way. And, you know, woe is me. You get lost in the emotions. I'm so angry at this. Whatever, whatever, whatever. No action. I think it's got to... You've got to spend some time close to either extreme... But when you're up in the emotional side of things, you have to have something, you have to have an intention, you have to have a reason for coming back to the middle, for coming back to, yes, I am experiencing these emotions, yes, they are a part of me, but, or not but, but, and I have to take action. I have to go after my dreams, even if my emotion doesn't correspond maybe i'm sad maybe i'm grieving maybe i'm feeling insecure that emotion does not necessarily correspond with the action i know i should be taking or need to take but i have something maybe that something something is a 300 dollars check but i have something drawing me back to taking action i think in life, we all get into trouble when we take too much stock in one area of our life. Okay. And we let one area have too much influence and too much control over us. Okay. And I think that just in terms of being, you know, black and white, going after action, just go. Yeah. We always say, you, what's your why? You've got to have a why. And that why often, at least partially, lives in the emotional center. Okay. It's a motivator. But you can't just have these emotions brewing without action. Yeah. And just as sometimes you have to kind of juggle in this moment, in this day, in this week, sometimes, am I going to slightly put priority on school 
or am I going to slightly put priority on this business idea? You've also got to prioritize. In this moment, is it healthier for me to take stock in the emotion? Is it healthier for me to take stock in the action? And if so, for which one? When am I going to be pulled back to middle? And how will I have incentive to do that? Because honestly, I mean, externally, I go after a lot of stuff I do a lot. But I'm efficient, or I'm lazy, call it whatever you want. I set up systems to keep me doing what I know I need to be doing. Okay. Tell and me more. I, I have that incentive for myself. Okay. And I've talked about this in earlier episodes where I don't know. I feel like I'm learning, and I feel like I'm always going to be learning, but I don't necessarily feel like, oh, I'm just a student PT, or PT will be my job in the future. No, that's a part of who I am. Okay. And I'm, I'm going after this stuff. Um, because my identity aligns so much with the combination of both who I currently am and who I will be in the future... Mm-hmm. Because that is part of my identity. It would be a disappointment to not become that. Okay. So, myself going after my dreams is just saying, yeah, this is who I am. This is what I'm supposed to be doing. Okay. And so it's that incentive to bring me back. So I don't have to struggle with, should I be doing this? Should I be doing that? No. I think it's important to simplify and cut out some of the little choices in your life so that you have the energy available to make the big and important decisions in your life. Okay. I I think what you're getting at is that, correct me if I'm wrong, yeah. but like, you shouldn't look at the day by day, but you should realize that it's a bigger picture and you want to focus on where you're moving towards, but not exactly the minutiae detail of the day by day. Is that? That's a little bit of it. Okay. Um, but... That's a little bit of it. But I think even more so it's about not getting stuck in one component and always having a way to pull yourself back to being grounded. Back to being grounded in who you are for the totality of who you are. Not letting your physical, your emotional, your intellectual, your spiritual self overpower who you are for too much of a length of time. There needs to be balance. Yeah. Can, can I talk to you about, like, what I've been thinking while you've been talking? Please. And so right now I'm feeling like I'm scared. Okay. Hear me out. I've been, like, all over the place this episode. Yeah. But what if, like, when I, when I do graduate school yep. and this is something, doing the thing... Uh, doing like physical therapy and opening my own clinic isn't something I want to do. Yeah. What if that happens and I'm just miserable? What if that happens? What if that happens? I'm asking your question that you're asking. You're really asking yourself when you say that. You're not asking me. Then. Then what happens? Right. Then what happens? I, then I make a change. They make a change to do what? To do something else I guess beautiful that's how I know you'll be successful Bob because you didn't even have time to fully think about that at your instinct what you just told me is if I fail at what I'm trying to do Mm -hmm. and I'm not happy I didn't achieve my goal what happens then that was your question and immediately you said I'll do something different And what that tells me is that you will not be satisfied with being mediocre. Oh my god, you're right, dude. I'm going to strive to find something that I'll love doing. Your entire life. My entire life. And and it's part of... It doesn't matter if I waste... If I waste or not waste two more years of schooling. Because I have the rest of my life to to figure that out. And, And what if this physical therapy thing and starting my own clinic is something I really enjoy. Right. That means once I have it and I found it, that's it. But Absolutely. if it's not, that's just a small chunk of the pie right. of, of life where I could keep on discovering 
more and more things. And here's right. the other thing, too. If in life you're searching for that perfect, tasty, fresh blueberry pie, okay. and along the way you get a few spoonfuls of apple pie, of peach pie, some good like pecan pie with a little bit of maple syrup. I like those a lot. <laughs> Are you really going to say crap? I should have done those years of my life over. Yeah. Some good tasting pie, man. You're right. Wow, that, that's a weird... Oh, my goodness. That, so, so basically, can I just tell you what I, what I just... What you're, what you're telling me? What yes. I think you're telling me? Yes. Basically, even if I try this and I fail or yep. I don't like it in the end, yep. it'll be worth it just doing it because you're going on an attempt um, at something that might bring you to the pie that you enjoy right and even if it turns out if that pie is just disgusting disgusting yep you still got a chance to eat a pie and you still but you still got another opportunity to eat another pie i don't know if that made i'm gonna disagree on one point with that okay well because i like food a lot and i'm picky about food yeah i would argue that it's not that you have any kind of disgusting piece of pie okay it's that the past is not your favorite it's not your thing. It's not your fulfillment, your satiety. It's not what is you. Okay. It's still tasty. Yeah. It's still good. You still enjoy it. Where it gets to be a bad piece of pie. What happens with food when you set it out on the counter for a day? Uh, it gets cold. It gets cold. It oxidizes. Free radicals around everywhere. <laughs> okay. What happens when that piece of food that's out on the counter for a day is there for a week it grows mold yep how about a month Turn get that crap out of your apartment right yeah what do you think i'm going after here if the pie the pie only gets bad when you do nothing when you do nothing with your life when your life is stagnant that's when it's a bad piece of pie when you are pursuing, I don't care if it's a bad dream. When you are pursuing your dream, it's always a good piece of pie. You just don't know if it's a great piece of pie. You just don't know if it's the piece of pie. I'm looking forward oh. to Thanksgiving already. <laughs> so it's not until you try to pie, until you know if it's a good pie, if it's your pie or not. And that's the best thing about it. When you commit yourself to trying the pie, when you commit yourself to a goal, when you commit yourself to follow through with a goal it's already going to be a good slice by the act of pursuing that. Because by pursuing that, you have made yourself a better person. You have oh. made your because to pursue it, you have made yourself much closer to the type of person to actually achieve it. Whether that goal is meant for you or not, you work to get closer to achieving it. So it's, it's more about enjoying the process Yes. To the pie. To the pie. Than actually enjoying the taste of the pie. Let me ask you this, Bob. Okay. All right. If you had an entire pie in front of you, I don't care. What's your favorite kind of pie? The blueberry? Blueberry. I don't know. Okay. Um, if you had an entire blueberry pie in front of you, let's just say that's your favorite kind of pie. Okay. How many bites would it take you to eat it? A lot. A lot. Yeah. More than one? More than one, like 20? Okay. I don't know. Sure. 20? Say 20. So it's not only this stark dichotomy of do you work for the process of getting up to the pie or eating the pie? Mm -hmm. You don't eat the whole pie in one bite. Yeah. You're taking little bits along the way. And that's the process? And that's the process. That's the combination of the process and the pie. Each little, because you said you have your someday goal, right? Yep. Someday goal. Someday goal is broken down to five-year goals. Okay. What's a five-year goal broken down to? Uh, a yearly goal. What's the yearly goal broken down to? A monthly goal. What's a monthly goal uh, broken down to? weekly goal and then broken down to a daily goal. A daily goal. And I know it's not a cookie. But that's the way the cookie crumbles. That's the way the pie crust crumbles. Every day is a little flake of pie crust. 
Now and then you might get a little blueberry sauce in there. Huh. If you, li if you live it with intention, if you chase after those goals, those things for the day, but here's the thing. Just because you let one little bit of blueberry sauce or one little flake of the pie, you mess up, you let it get moldy. Okay. Does that mean you let a spoonful of pie get moldy? No. Not no. necessarily. You can mess up a day and still have a great week. Another thing that I thought of is that you could have a piece that's moldy and you taste it and it tastes bad, but that doesn't mean another piece will taste moldy. Exactly. Huh. Wow. Okay. I like that. I like that analogy. But so another, so I have like this, I guess, a fear mongering mind. Yep. Or again, all the, all the things an inner critic tells me that, oh, what if you hate your life or what if you just waste your time? And that's yep. the, the next thing that I'm going to ask you and talk, maybe we could talk about. Yeah, please. Is just what if I'm getting towards. I'm eating this pie. Yep. And then midway through the pie, yep. I realize it's just a waste of time. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? So what if? What if? What if that happens? Because, <laughs> again, same thing. You're asking yourself this, Bob. You're not asking me. <laughs> what if that happens? Then I'll just have to go to another pie. Okay. Wow, that's... Huh. What, the, the and question. what What a damn problem in life. Oh, no, my life is bad. Let me go try another pie somewhere. What are we complaining about? You got pie, you got pie? Let's make it a good pie. You know what I mean? If It's crazy to me because I fall into the same trap, too. I'm afraid of failure. I'm totally afraid of failure. I don't want to fail. Yeah. But failure is such a great teacher. It teaches you what the pie... If the pie is yours or not. Failure is directional. Okay. Failure is a vector. Because it either tells, it tells you two major things. Yeah. It tells you that this thing that you're doing is either something that you are not, you are doing something that you are not, or if that's not true, if you are doing, going after something that you are, something meant to be you, it's showing you a different approach. Okay. And I'll, I'll argue that there's a third thing on there, too. So either what you're doing, because you failed, it's not meant to be for you. Mm -hmm. Now, I'm not claiming that figuring out distinguishing these is easy. It takes time. Yeah. But it's either not for you, because you don't have your why. Okay. If you don't have your why, I mean, you need it. So it's either not for you, because you're not pursuing your why. Because I believe your why for every situation, if you truly believe in it, and if it's a passion you're going after, if it's part of your pie, it should resonate with a piece of you. So it's either for you or not for you. If it is for you, and you still fail, it means you've got to try a different tactic. Okay. Right? If you fail, it yeah. doesn't work. That means that one strategy didn't work. So let's try a new strategy, right? Yeah. Makes sense. If I keep putting my king into checkmate, oh, let's try something different. Let's not put my king into checkmate. Yeah. Or, the third thing that failure can tell us is be persistent. And what I mean by that is if you try something that you have never tried before at all and you try it one time and you fail, what does that tell you? You might need to try again. It can be the same damn thing. You might either get better at it, or it might not be totally in your control. Your thing might be for advertising. You want to get customers, you want to get people to respond to your webinar. You put out a webinar, nobody shows up for the first webinar. Now, you could say that, one, this isn't for me. And we may or we may not know that. Two, I had a bad strategy. We are may, or we may not know that. Or three, I did it one damn time. Huh. 
if I walk into the gym and I go up and I, let's say I can't do a pull-up. If I go up to the gym and I do a pull-up and I can't do a pull-up, does that mean that who I am, pull-ups don't align with me? I am not my, um, who I am is not made to do a pull-up. I doubt it. If I walk to, into the gym and I can't do a pull-up and let me just think of something really bad to work. Um, I use some like, I'm trying to think of like this awful grip or something to use. use yeah, I, I use some like rock climb, like some weird rock climber advanced level grip. Did I fail because I had a bad strategy? Most likely. Or three, did I fail? Because I, it was the first time in my life I have ever attempted a pull-up. And, oh, no, life is hard. You can't do a pull-up the first time you attempt to do a pull-up. For this situation, I'm leaning with the third option. So do I give up and I despair and I never attempt a pull-up in my life? I wouldn't recommend it. A lot of people do. Probably both literally for this pull-up thing. Yeah. But figuratively, too. There are a lot of things that people do one time in their life because people are so insecure it takes a huge amount of courage to muster within themselves to try something once yeah but then it fails and that failure of them trying one thing one time in one situation at one point in their life is the universe telling them you failed you're done no not a chance it's saying this one time at this one place, for you trying this one thing for the first time, it didn't work. That's what the universe told you. Yeah. Great. Either, so try and do it again, and if that doesn't work, guess what? You do something different. Or try again. Or try again, or keep trying again. Yeah. Exactly. Huh. I like that. That... Wow, it, it it takes a a person a long time to do to do a pull up. Yeah. Right. Maybe you could say a month to a few months. Depends who they are. Yeah. D depends who they are, but it takes nobody can expect to do a pull up if they never set foot in the gym. Right. Their entire life on the first day, right? And the other thing too, if you've never done a pull up either, and you're training for it, you're strengthening your lats, you're strengthening stabilizers, all these other stuff. Uh, then you're sore the next day and you try and tough it out you have that persistence then you're sore again and you do that for three days in a row and you're like oh, I'm, I'm just so sore I can't lift my arms is it a failure to take a day of rest would that be a failure Bob no why not you'd stop going after your goal but, but you, need the, you need the rest you need the rest you need variety in your life you need balance in your life and that's okay. It's okay to not with every burning, passionate second. Because every second isn't going to be burning and passionate. It's okay to take your foot off the gas a little bit. But your foot off the gas doesn't mean that you go from 40 miles an hour to nothing, to slam down the brakes. Mm -hmm. Your foot off the gas means you're cruising at 70. Oh, you're declining down to 55. Guess what? Next day, you're back at 70. Yeah. Huh. I like that. That's good. So, the podcast today, we'll call this episode Persistent Pie. Persistent Pie? Persistent Pie. I was thinking of naming it something on Pie Tail. There we go. But another thing that I want to add is the fears that I had yeah. of what if I fail or... What if I'm wasting my time? Once I like, once I set it out, the dots disappeared. They do. Yeah. So once, you, when you say set it out, clarify what you mean by that. So set it out loud to a person, a person uh, being mm -hmm. vulnerable to somebody that I trust. Yeah. Just so once those. you put it out there, once you maybe get it out of your head isn't the right words, but once you share it with someone. Yeah. That means something. That me, someone that means something to you. That's in that inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. Wow. 
No. What about what about that makes it go away for you? What a, what about it? Yeah. What about that process? I feel like it's just me versus myself argument. When you doubt yourself, it is. When I doubt, doubt okay. myself. Okay. And there's no third party to judge of, oh, you're the winner. It's just me back and forth arguing. Yeah. And there's no end to it. Yeah. But once I say it out to the world, there is there is a third party. Right. Either physically or, or not. Um, and then that determines the solution that, oh, it's not a big deal. Right. And That's a lot of power when you think about it. That, that third party is a major that the first third party you approach especially is a major influence yeah right you're right yeah you, you could have told me that yeah you're right bob you you're gonna waste your time yeah totally you should you should you should drop out of school yeah um you should quit the business actually you should take it you should pay another five thousand dollars for a course and never even do anything with it um you should run away from home yeah definitely great advice but right. that, you've got to choose your inner circle. Yeah, they say that wisely. You're the average of the five people you spend the most time with. Yeah. Well, we we only spend an hour, two hours together a week, but I uh, hope I can make a little spike in the average. <laughs> I feel like you're a big chunk of, I guess, who, who that makes up who I am, and I appreciate you being here and listening and talking with me. For even we're both busy people. Oh yeah. So I appreciate that. Thank you, Bob. Um, is there anything you want to talk about a little bit more, elaborate anything on a little more before we talk about what we're doing for the next week? I think ending it on persistent pie <laughs> and stay hungry. Now, okay, I'm going on a side tangent because I love side tangents, especially when it relates to food. Um, so in the body, you have this hormone called okay. ghrelin. Ghrelin? Ever heard of ghrelin? It sounds familiar. I don't know if I know it. It's like sounds like gremlin, and gremlins are like make angry noises. It's a hunger hormone. Okay. So ghrelin tells you when you're hungry. Now what I do, because ghrelin also slows down your metabolism. When you have a slowed down metabolism, everything your cell your cellular processes go slower. Yep. So you might not be as efficient. You might not be as hardworking. First of all, you can't concentrate because your stomach's growling at you the whole time like a gremlin from Ghrelin. So I kind of joke about it, but I really don't joke about it that much. It's kind of true. I keep eating a lot. I love food. I love exercise. I love PT. I love what I do. So I keep eating a lot to keep the ghrelin, to keep the gremlin down, to keep it chilled. So my metabolism is always, 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 always working. So I can stay efficient, so I can fuel myself. Okay. So to everybody who's listening, and for you, Bob, and as a reminder to myself, yes, the journey is beautiful, and yes, you should treasure every moment of it, and yes, there will be moments that you might not like. But stop to take a piece of that pie. Because, yes, you need to stay hungry, but yes, you need to satisfy your hunger and remind yourself that you are being fulfilled in your pursuit of chasing your dreams and what you're going after. Mm-hmm. So quiet that little gremlin down, that little self-doubt. Because when you fuel yourself, when you have your metabolism going off the charts and you're efficient in your mind, you're efficient in what you do, you feel like a powerhouse because you ain't so damn hungry all the time and you can focus on what you want in life. And you're not so damn hungry because you keep taking a little piece of the pie, a little piece of your life's fulfillment, a little piece of who you are and who you are going to be, you continue to fuel yourself for your dream. And that fueling starts with every day having an intention. So please, everybody, make a someday goal to make a five-year goal to make a one-year goal, to make a monthly goal, to make a weekly goal, to make a daily goal. If you can't think that far ahead, make a monthly goal. Start there and break it down. But live an intention with every day for your life. And it's going to be one hell of a ride. All right, Bob, what we got for next week? 
What do we got? Um, so let me so just... first of all, to reiterate, after Bob and I went on 1,500 side tangents, <laughs> you achieve a goal for this week. Yes. So the $300 is safe, literally in my safe, but back with you. <laughs> yes. So um, pretty much just like catch you up to date yeah. of what's been happening. So, so far I did five webinars. Nice. And all of them had zero people show up. Okay. But I, I did it. I did yep. all of them. They were all an hour, ten minutes long each. Okay. Um, this time I added some tweaks this time to yep. make it a little bit longer. Yep. Um, and every for every webinar I've been driving traffic to it. Yep. And so far nobody has really been registering for it. Okay. I've been spending around $10 for people to, to show up on the website. Okay. And that's been converting well. Yep. So people have... What do you mean by converting well? Yep. So people have been clicking on the ad. Okay. Okay. Uh, and then so you can see that information when yep. it comes up. Yep. So people... So it's a great click-through rate so far. Yep. It's a, it's a great ad. Yep. Um, so people have been landing on the website. Yep. But the problem is the website of the landing page. Okay. Where people go on to, to sign up for the webinar. Right. So they're getting to it. And then the barrier is they're not getting from the website to signing up for the free webinar. Yes. Okay. Um, so I need to figure out a way to make that landing page yep. into one that converts higher so people do sign up for the webinar. Yep. Um, and the process of doing that is by testing the text on the, the copy, um, stuff like that, making the making the words on the, the landing page yep. more intriguing. Okay. Um so I'm thinking away. I think my next week goal should be something towards that. Okay, towards uh, reshaping that website. Yes, and and that's something I did. Yep. Do this weekend. Yep. Uh, I I completely reshifted it. Yep. And made it drastically different. Yep. But I feel like it's still not getting uh, the amount of com like people to convert. Okay. Uh. So it's either who the people I'm targeting. Yep. It's either my message isn't clear on the webinar. Yep. Or the, the webinar. Or how to page. get to the webinar. Yeah. Yep. Because um, they're not on the webinar yet. Yep. So far, I, I changed the, the landing page. Yep. And I feel like it, it's pretty decent. Yeah. But I feel like maybe I need to reevaluate who I'm trying to target. Okay. And the message of the ad itself. Yeah. Does that make sense? That does make sense. Um, so what... I really just, that was like a big side tangent of yeah. where I want it to go next week. Right. When we meet either Wednesday, Thursday. Yeah. Uh, is, I don't want to say a, a landing page that converts because that's not something I could really. You eat. can't fully control that. You yep. can influence it. Yep. Um, but I want to test three different ads three different times. Okay. And is that something that you've done already? or? So I've I done it twice okay so, so in addition to the two three more you're saying no just just three in total three in total. so okay basically every time i test an ad and test yep. the landing page yep. i had to do a webinar yep to, to know how many people actually show up gotcha so within now to next wednesday yep. whenever we meet yep. i want to do three additional webinars plus the one webinar that i'm doing on thursday all with different landing pages uh, either all with different landing pages or um, a he different headline or a different target audience. It's a lofty goal, but I like so it. So four, th three different landing pages, three different webinars. Well, uh, the, the same webinar, just yep. different. Right, uh, different landing pages. Landing pages and different like targets. Okay. So basically, to evaluate four, what's successful. Yep. So I want to do four. Yep. So I want to do. I know I'm going to do one tomorrow, 8 p.m. Because that's my usual. Thursday, 8 p.m. I want to do one Saturday, yep. Sunday, and someday during the week. Yep. So I want to do four webinars. Nice. By the time we meet, all testing different things. Okay. So, I'm going to be spending so basically, if I want my $300, we should meet on Sunday. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> nope, we'll have our normal meeting time. We'll get that all set up. But so your goal, four webinars with four different testing pages. Four different testing pages. Yeah. Well, like that t methods of testing, not, yes. not landing pages. Yes. So, my my biggest fear with this, and, and the only reason why I haven't been doing this yet, yep. 
is because every time I have to test the page yep. to drive people to it, to drive yep. traffic to it, and spend money yeah. to buy that. And I will um, reminds me of a great quote by wise friend of mine called Bob Chang. Oh wait, that's you. <laughs> um, how you said, you know, the more you pay, the more you pay attention. Yeah. I, I but just, but it, it's just tough because you you want everything to be worthwhile and make it happen. Yes. Yeah. So, that's my goal. That's a I, battle. I didn't I didn't know what my goal was when I come into here. Is not the best know, part. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't know what I was gonna do like five minutes ago, but now I just said it and I. And now that's your goal. And now I'm gonna do it. Good. And I feel like if I do that, that will be a good way to ensure that I am on progress. Yep. Um, because so far I'm testing different things every week. Yeah. And if I speed that up to four yeah. per week, I'll speed up the process by a month. Nice. Right. And I just want to reiterate to everybody, Bob illustrated a great process here. He just acknowledged coming into this, he had no idea what his goal was going to be. Didn't know. So instead of saying, instead of having an excuse in life of, I don't know what a goal is for today. I don't know what an intention could be. Maybe your intention that day is, I'm going to find and plan an intention for tomorrow. And so maybe your thing you focus on is, like Bob's doing here, I don't know what my goal is. Let me do the things that get me closer to figuring out what I might want to do and how I might want to make this better. And for you in this moment, that's our weekly meeting. That's our weekly podcast episode. Wow. That, that is crazy. I, all right, I, I guess that's it. I'm going to metaphorically hand you the check back. All right, it is metaphorically in my hand, metaphorically put it back in my wallet. And in your safe. And physically in my safe. <laughs> all right, uh, do you have anything else you want to add before we conclude? Persistent pie. Persistent pie. Just go straight. With Just that go straight. Persistent pie. There we go. All right, thank you guys for listening, and have a good night.